believe I can't sleep. It's time to listen to Courtney at last on the ramblings of an insomniac podcast. Well, hello. Hello again. Gosh, I'm sorry. It's been too long. Welcome to episode 19 of the Ramblings of an Insomniac. I am Courtney Perry. Gosh, you guys, I'm sorry. It's been a long time. You know, when I started this podcast, I said that I would talk about the things that are keeping me up, the things that keep me awake and, you know, that prevent me from sleeping. And I said that it wasn't always going to be happy and, you know, roses and sunshine that I was going to talk about the things that are maybe depressing and not so fun to talk about. And I was hoping that I would also along the way do some podcasts with my family because I personally find us hilarious and I think we deserve our own reality TV show. But we're also not so hilarious at all and we have a lot of freaking problems that we're trying to work out. And that's why I have not been doing my podcast. And the weird thing is, I love doing my podcast. It's almost like a therapy for me, to be honest. I like talking to people about the stuff that's going on with me, even when it's not so great, even when it's not so happy, because I feel like there's a lot of people out there. Um, well, I don't feel like, I know. I know there are a lot of people out there that are going through some stuff and it's kind of nice when you know there are other people that are going through some stuff so you don't feel so alone and crazy and you know like you can't focus and when I stopped doing my podcast I noticed I sunk back into a depression and my medication's helping so much and it's really making me not stay in that depressed state or stay in that anxiety-ridden state. But it doesn't mean that I don't get depressed or I don't get anxious because, of course, we need to have feelings. You don't want to get rid of feelings. Feelings are important. You just don't want to live in them. But when I stop doing my podcast, it's almost like I stopped taking medication and almost like I stopped going to counseling because I started living a little longer in these depressing negative states of mind. So regardless if there's one person listening to my podcast or nobody listening to my podcast or if there were thousands listening to my podcast, it's just nice to kind of talk into a microphone and share your life, even though I do not like talking about myself at all and I don't like attention and I people keep telling me I should do a YouTube channel, but then that would, I feel like, draw attention to me and I just like sharing stuff because I honestly feel like if there's one person out there who can go, wow, I get it, and it's nice to hear because I know that's what I want. I know that when I do talk about stuff, I want to know that I'm not being crazy or maybe that I am being crazy and maybe I'm not being crazy, but maybe I just need to look at things in a different way. And so I, I stopped doing this podcast because I needed to take a breath step back for a minute, 
gather myself and I needed to focus on some stuff that's been going on with my family. And it's been a lot. And um, my family comes first, so I wanted to focus on them. And honestly, I felt like I didn't have the energy to do the podcast. But at the same time, it helped me. So it was a weird mix. But I want to be able to do happy and fun stuff because, like I said, I mean, gosh, I'm not all depressed and boo-hoo. I'm really not. And I, I have such a hilarious family, and I feel like we talk about stuff that um, – definitely could um, make some people maybe chuckle a little bit and that would be great. But I also feel that it's important to talk about the bad stuff too. And nowadays, a lot of people are kind of in a funk about many things. And so I say this the last like millions of podcasts, I seem to be talking about this a lot, but I was driving through um, Salem and I noticed the amount of homeless has just risen so much. And I thought, well, you know, why is that? And how do we, how do we help? And, you know, making shelters and, you know, providing food and all of that and blankets, that doesn't help. That's, we need to get to the root. We need to get to how it started. And I feel like counseling is so important And having counselors available is so important. And right now, we don't have enough counselors or psychiatrists out there. And we don't have people that have insurance that covers it. And I just feel like it starts with mental health. It starts at home. It starts with having accountability at home. It starts with the core family, you know, with how your home life is. It starts with um, being able to talk, being able to communicate, being able to recognize mental health as early as possible. Now, when I say mental health, I don't like it when people just rush into having to diagnose someone with something because they're having a bad day. Like kids are going to be hyper. Kids are going to run around and they're going to be emotional and they're going to cry one minute, laugh the next minute and be have a million emotions and they're going to be hyper. Does not mean they're depressed. Doesn't mean they have um, ADHD or ADD. Doesn't mean they're bipolar. Just means they're a kid. Or maybe they are bipolar. Maybe they do have ADHD. I'm just saying I'm not into like rushing in because there is hormones at play. There is age. There's all these things. There's all these factors that go into diagnosing. And I'm not one to rushing into diagnosing. And I'm not one to rush into medication necessarily because I do think that you can have exercise and breathing and all of that to help. That said, I'm not against medication at all. I myself take medication along with breathing, along with exercise. I think, you know, they all are great for each individual person. Everybody needs their own thing, whatever that is. But I do believe whatever that is, we need to address that early on. And the earlier we can address these issues, the earlier we can start finding a solution, something that'll help so that it doesn't go into addiction issues, so that it doesn't go into depression 
so that it doesn't go into um, anger issues. So if we can help get people the tools for these things or counseling or medication or whatever for these things, whatever solution it is, if we can help find that solution early, then I feel like that will help a lot with the prison population, with the homeless population, which we already know. I'm not saying anything that's enlightening. I'm not saying anything that's, you know, ah. I'm just saying that driving through Salem, I see so many people that are homeless and so many people with addiction issues and simply throwing blankets and food and shelters isn't going to help. That's putting a Band-Aid on something that's so much bigger than that. And it needs to start early on. And accountability is something I was thinking about and how accountability needs to start from the get-go. You know, accountability, people seem to think of as some bad word, like accountability. Oh, that means you're a bad. It just has such a bad negative connotation to it. And I feel like why? Accountability just means you're holding yourself responsible for the things you do in life, good or bad. You can have accountability and own the fact that you did something good. But hey, if you make a mistake, who cares? Just take accountability, learn from it, grow from it, and move on. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't have to be a big lecture. It doesn't mean you have to get in trouble or point fingers. It just means you are owning up to the fact that you made a mistake, which we all do. I don't understand for the life of me why people have such a problem with saying, I'm a human. I'm a human. I made an error. Oops, my bad. The issue becomes when you continue to do it over and over and over because now it's no longer a mistake. Now you're just doing it. So there is a difference between a mistake or a habit and an accident or a bad day. Habits are another thing. You can break habits. I get, again, when you're trying to work on something, if you're trying to work at, say, yelling, say you have a problem with yelling, I understand you're going to have your days where you yell. But what your goal is, is to not yell as much, to slowly yell less and less, right? It doesn't mean, though, that you're never going to yell again. And when others attack you for yelling and go, see, 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 you yelled, you yelled. Well, okay, so you were human and you're working on it. You're not going to be perfect. So someone else doesn't need to attack you for the time that you're not perfect. But again, if you continue to do it more often than not, well, then it's not an accident. And being accountable for your actions is where I think we need to start from ground zero. We need to teach our children that if you say something mean to somebody, that's not okay, and how it would hurt your feelings if they did that to you, but just take the ownership of it. I'm not saying you need to, you know, berate them, but they need to understand that what they did is not okay. And if they continue to do it, there needs to be some type of repercussion for it. Because if we're just constantly talking to our kids about their feelings, they're not teaching, we're not teaching them any type of repercussions or any type of accountability. And then when they get older, they start getting entitled. And then entitlement rolls into all kinds of other stuff of what we have today. So I feel like when you don't have accountability, 
and you are entitled and then you're not getting any type of counseling and you're not getting any type of solution or diag- you know diagnosis when you're younger if you have any type of mental health issues or if you have any type of addiction issues and stuff you can't and you don't address them and you can't get help or you don't have the money or there's not enough psychiatrists or counselors around in your area all of these things snowball into what we have today which is a massive crime problem addiction problem depression issue a lot of mental health issues and it's sad it's no one's i'm not pointing fingers at anybody i'm just saying that it's sad when you are constantly faced with this stuff every day surrounding you no wonder we're all depressed well i can't speak for everybody i'm sorry no wonder there's so many people out there that are just struggling we're absorbed in it we are surrounded by it I mean, with everything going on in the world today in the Ukraine, with Russia, with Taiwan, with everywhere, it's just sad because, and then going on here in America, and just everybody has their stuff going on right now, and dealing with everyday life is becoming a struggle, and how sad, because we have such a beautiful life, we wake up every day to such an amazing world. Sorry, my dog is barking in the background. I apologize. You know, it's been a long, long time, but get right back into the unprofessional thing with my dogs are barking in the background. I'm sorry, you guys. I apologize. Um, but that's why I've been gone for a long time. I have been kind of sinking into a depression. My family has been really struggling. We are each struggling a lot. And we're trying really hard to kind of wake up every day and dust our shoulders up off and, you know, um, hang our head high and put one foot in front of the other. Like I, like I tell people to do, just try to start with opening your eyes and then getting out of bed and then walking over to the bathroom and just literally taking it step by step. And we've been doing that, but it feels like I'm in molasses. I'm just, each step feels harder and harder. And I feel like I'm kind of, things are getting thicker and I'm struggling. I'm not going to lie. And I thought it was important to do exactly what I said I was going to do and to follow through. And following through is so important. And I like I said, have a really hard time doing that, as you can tell. I mean, a couple of times now I started the podcast and then it went two weeks and I didn't do it. And then I did it for a long time and I did many episodes and sometimes more than one episode a week. And then I stopped for like two weeks again. Then I started. And so I wasn't lying when I said I'm a human with real problems with follow through and problems with a lot of things and I'm struggling, but I'm working on it. And that's why I thought it was important to get back on and do my podcast and share that with people because I'm sure there's a lot of people feeling the same way and having the same problems. And um, I just want to talk about solutions. I don't want to point fingers and I don't want to blame. I want to talk about solutions. I'm so tired. I'm just tired of everybody fighting. I'm tired of the anger I'm tired in general. I'm mentally and physically tired. And 
it's so weird because the older you get, you start really realizing that everything that people told you when you were younger about not wanting to grow up so fast. God, I'm in the middle of all this and my dogs. Um, sorry about that. My dog started barking right in the middle of everything. Good timing. I don't mean to cry. Gosh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, it's just sad to me that when you are younger, everything people say to you is true. When they say, don't be in such a hurry, don't be in such a hurry. And you get older and you realize they're right, you know, who knew? People that are older than you know what they're talking about. People that have been there and lived through it know what they're talking about. And I'm just sad because, you know, you look around and you realize that you're blessed in so many ways and you want to be positive and you want to enjoy life. And so when you're struggling with depression and you're struggling with people around you that have depression and you can't fix it. And then you're like, God, it's sad that everybody's so sad and depressed because life is so beautiful and great. But mental health is something that people don't understand that it doesn't matter if your life is what others would deem as perfect. You could have a mansion and all the money in the world. You can go on all the vacations. But if you have mental health issues and you struggle with anything that's mental health, mental health doesn't care about how much money you have. Mental health doesn't care about you know, what you have. It doesn't care about materialistic things and the vacations you go on. You can still be sad and depressed, you know, just like you can still be really happy and positive if you have what others deem as, as nothing. You know, you could not own a house. You could be in debt. You could live in the teeniest house in the world and yet still be happy. But it's just hard when you see, especially your family, especially your children struggle so much and you can't fix it. And you, as a parent, it's just insanely difficult because of course you want to be able to fix your children, to help them, to give them answers, to give them solutions and make it okay. And when you can't do that, it kills you. And when you have a mom that has dementia and doesn't understand what's going on and looks up to you, for help and you can't help them, it's hard. And so people right now are dealing with so much around them and it's hard. And I want people to start thinking of how we can help each other, not tear each other down, how we can have solutions and not point fingers. And that's why, again, when I was going through Salem and I saw so much, um, depression and homelessness, I thought, how on earth do we fix this? So, and everything going on in the Ukraine, everybody wants, I'm, I fully believe that people want what's best for them or best for everybody. I do. I think people are coming from a good place. It's just that we're getting wrapped up in what we want instead of listening to what we need, need versus want, want versus need. That's always been a big thing I've told my kids ever since they're young, want versus need. And right now, we need to figure out solutions and stop pointing fingers. We need to come together. We need to unite and stop pointing fingers. We need to get better, better mental health care. We need more counselors. We need more psychiatrists. We need 
healthcare that can get people into psychiatrists from the get-go. We need diagnosis and solutions from day one. We need accountability. We need accountability from day one. We need children to understand that we don't hate them or think they're terrible humans because we want them to be accountable. We want consequences for their actions. Because if you don't have consequences and accountability now, they're gonna wind up in prison. They're gonna wind up homeless. You're gonna have a child that is on the streets because I go by every single day and see someone's child on the streets. Every day, someone's child is on the streets all over Salem, all over Portland, all over Vancouver, all over the world, someone's child. And I'm not saying it's because they had a bad home life. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying there are so many things that we can start doing that we need to do and not worry about if someone is black or white, someone is male or female, someone is Republican or Democrat, who gives a shit? Who cares? It doesn't matter. These things are so irrelevant. I don't mean that your skin color or that your religion or that your sexual preference is irrelevant. They're important. But right now, what's important is trying to get the world back on track and not trying to nuke each other and kill each other. What's important is resolving the crime. What's important is addressing mental health. Not if someone is gay, straight, bisexual, not if someone is man, woman, or otherwise, not someone is any skin color. These things make up one part of you. And if that is all that defines you, that's a problem. If the only thing that defines you is your skin color and not anything else, that's a problem. If the only thing that defines you is if you are what gender you identify as, if that's the only thing that you have, that's a problem. And if those are the things that hold you back is your skin color or your gender, that's a problem. So we need to address these problems. These, we need to address accountability. We need to address mental health. We need to address so many things from such a young age from the get-go. And we need to understand that people aren't perfect. So I'm sorry that it's been so long. I'm sorry that I'm kind of all over the place with this podcast, that I take all these breaks. But this is, I think, real humans and real people. And I'm not a robot and I'm not going to be perfect. So I just kind of want to share my imperfection and keep going forward and hoping that somebody out there if there's even one person that's still listening to me, because I'm sure everybody has been like, screw you, you're unpredictable. But I'm trying to practice what I preach and follow through. And I'm trying to let you know that no matter how hard it is, um, I'm going to have some times where I screw up, but I'm trying to practice what I preach and follow through. And I like doing this podcast, even if nobody is listening at all. I still like doing this podcast. And if I have one person listening, then thank you so much. Thank you for giving me another chance. I appreciate it. So, again, I say this every time, but to anybody out there that's having a rough time for whatever reason, I'm thinking of you. I'm sorry. Let's figure out a solution. And I do have my email. Um, 
which I have shared with people. I need to get my professional email. So if you email me, you're going to have to put on there that it's from this podcast so that I don't delete it. But again, it's court underscore Jones 29 at Hotmail. That's court, C-O-U-R-T underscore Jones, J-O-N-E-S 29 at Hotmail. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, whatever, please let me know. Um, But you will have to put again that you are um, emailing from the podcast so that I don't delete it. Everybody, I'm wishing you the best day. Know that um, there is somebody out there that cares and just try to put that one foot in front of the other like I'm doing. I'm struggling as well. So we can go through the struggle together. And again, I promise I'm not going to be all sad clown and Eeyore. I swear. I swear I'm a happy person. Dang it. I am. But I am going to share the times I'm not so happy and I'm just going to be real. I told you that I was going to be, I said this was going to be all over the place, the good and the bad. So I'm sticking to my word. Anyways, thank you again to listening to the 19th episode of The Ramblings of an Insomniac. If you're still out there, thank you.